the morning train He moves from 9 to 5 And then he takes her home, home again To find me waiting for him <laughs> My baby Takes the train <laughs> Oh, welcome back Welcome ep- back. Episode 75. Whole, that's like we're three quarters of the way. Of a centennial. Yeah. Isn't that nice? I feel like that's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty neat. We've been doing this almost We didn't do anything special years. for 75. It should be like... Yeah, do I have I a know. horn or something on that damn thing? Nope. Uh, <laughs> don't I have... <laughs> We've got... What do I have? There you go. No? <laughs> no, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, woo, 75! Yeah! Slash you, 75th episode! Uh, I am glad to be here as always, Andy. Yeah, me too, Nick. And uh, we are Slash You. We are a podcast dedicated to the guitarist of Guns N' Roses, where we talk (laughs) everything Slash... And his hair, his top hat, yep, the cigarettes that he smokes, the Marlboros, U I believe. being university, we're educating you about Slash. Yes, yeah. it is great. Did you know he was actually born in a village of a small village of Costa Rica and was discovered by the Jackson Five? I didn't know that. That's that was, a fun fact. Yes, about Slash. Um, no, we are Slash you yeah. uh, for um, our listeners out there who don't know what we do. We talk about slasher movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do. Often cheesy, campy, and sometimes forgotten ones. And we're not like those cinephile douche dicks, no. you know, that are like, you know, the artistic vision of the cinematography right. was really brought in to show the shadowing of the aforementioned mothers. We're not, <laughs> we're not analyzing them from that standpoint. No, we're drinking beers uh, in a basement right now. Yeah, we're having fun with them, um, basically bringing them back into the spotlight for anyone who might have forgotten about these things. We're gonna spoil them, and we've the whole thing. Seventy-five episodes, Andy. Yep. We have f- farting found we have seen some weird ones i mean i just thought of blood hook recently oh right the one that takes place in hayward wisconsin yeah blood tracks you know our our swedish homies or norwegian homies or finnish finnish homies microwave massacre yeah so many one-liners and stupid jokes i i I can't uh begin to go through our list and point out all the uh original, totally forgotten movies from yeah. that slasher era. So I think this one falls into that category, uh, Mr. Deimos. I agree, Mr. I, Bankhead. This is another 1982 movie. We did a 1982 movie uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Do you remember episode 74? I do. Uh, Girls' Night Out. Girls' Night Out, N-I-T-E. This one is another 1980 movie, one hour, 28 minutes. Death Screams. Death Screams. Directed by David Nelson. Son of Ozzy and Harriet Nelson from the famous show, The Adventures of Ozzy Harriet from 1952 to 1966. True story. No way. Man, yes, he, he was in that. You do so much better research than me. Uh, David Nelson. So, I mean, Ozzy and Harriet was a household name yeah, on television. They were a big deal. Their son grew up. To give us Death Screams. Death Screams. This is another North Carolina movie, much like your favorite movie, The Mutilator. The Mutilator. Which our poster. Yeah. Down, Lucas. Down, Sorry, down. Lucas Thanks. is um, <laughs> one of our other mascots is yeah. attacking Andy. but <laughs> Viciously attacking me. As, as we know about... It wasn't, Mutilator wasn't who done it. We knew right away he was doing it. It was mm. Homeboy's dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was this, right away. This North Carolina movie, Death Screams, is a who done it. 
yeah, you have to wait till the end to figure out who the killer is. Well, you could probably guess, make some guesses, but <laughs> I didn't see it coming. And there was uh, some misleading things in this movie. There was some misleading things. Which I we'll mean, talk about. It has everything we though we like in these movies. You got yeah. pubes, butts, pubes. Uh, some drug drugs. use. Yeah, baby. The slasher kills could have been a little better. They weren't very gory. Waited a little too long. There's a lot of fast forwarding that, that can be done. story was still kind <laughs> of... Oh, yes. This movie could have been... Uh, 15 minutes. Yes. Saturday Night Live 15 sketch. minutes with, with, with opening credits. It could have been 15 it minutes. Is, yeah. Uh, I told you before we hit record, coming over here to your house today, I was stuck in some heavy, heavy traffic. <laughs> uh, and this movie is available on Prime, Amazon Prime Video, uh, $3.99 rental. Or $5.99 to buy. So... Uh, for my second watch, I had about 45 minutes left, and I just turned it on on the phone and put my phone in the phone mount in the car, and I had it going while I was in stop-and-go traffic, and I was able to polish off the final 45 minutes just by skipping ahead 10 seconds every time Yes, there's a slow spot, and there's quite a few in this movie. We got a dog bark. Yeah. Uh, that- she'll be okay. She'll shut up eventually. <laughs> Lucas can- <laughs> Lucas is caught by the curtain, can't get out. It's very helpful. Oh, yeah. in, 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 uh, this is embarrassing for my... We have a curtain that kind of separates the studio yeah. from the rest of the this basement. This is an audio medium, yeah. so yeah, nobody it's... can see that, but he was confused by the curtain. How do I get out of here? Uh, so here we go. Death this, screams. I was yeah. telling Andy, death screams. What's this, this like? Most, most people know that I... <laughs> Uh, fast forward. We fa- we talk about fast forward. This was the most fast forty movie when I did a second watch. Yeah, I probably watched only thirty minutes of it. That's the thing. Like we always try to watch these a minimum of two times, and that first time through, you don't want to fast forward. You nope. might miss something. You yep. might miss some crucial, you know, uh, a visual cue or silent, uh, uh, not silent. I was gonna say audio cue off screen or something. And if you're jumping ahead, you're gonna miss that. But if you've already seen it once <laughs> and you're like going through on your second watch, you're like, yeah, I know this scene drags out. Skip, skip, skip. Yeah. It's, it's very easy. I but like it. it it's could have, yeah, could have been way shorter. Yeah. Uh, there are late kills, but we'll get all into that. Um, but I, I did think that this movie was really like something, Andy. Tell me, what do you compare this movie this to? This movie is like <laughs> if you were the son of like some famous people. Uh-huh. In the late 50s. Okay, I can see where you're going, yeah. And you were always put on a pedestal, and they're like, you gotta be famous like your parents. And, you know, it was kind of a rebellion thing. Mm-hmm. So this rebel got into drugs and drinking, was either going down a path of pornography or cheesy slasher movies, mm-hmm. decided he could do both. Oh, yeah. So Definitely can. <laughs> so I'm going to say, listen, Mom and Dad, yeah, I love Coke. Yeah, I love drinking. Yep. I love boobs. I love blood. I'm making a movie. But can I, I borrow love... some money? Yeah. <laughs> they give him $500. Yep. This is that movie. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You are correct. 100%. The crowd agrees. I love that this is filmed in North Carolina, my home state. So... Yeah. I think it's time to get into uh, the mix, so let's get into mm. two, mm. two, <laughs> and he's Cliff Kill Noah Woods. And he's Cliff Kill Notes, brought to you by Lollipops. If you want a sweet snack or want to take a picture of looking sexy while you're licking something, <laughs> grab a lollipop. <laughs> and now, 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 and he's Cliff Kill Noah Thank you to lollipops. 
the Cliff Kill Notes, brief summary of the movie, so you can follow along with us. There's not much to follow here, uh, Nick, and I'm going to tell you, my Cliff Kill Notes might be a little half-assed this week, as opposed to other weeks where I whole-ass it. Um, so... Okay, it looks like it's end of summer break or something yes. in nowhere, small town, USA. North Carolina. Uh, yeah, that's right. This is where it's filmed, but yep. they never say like, hey, we are in North Carolina. So yeah, you're, you're right. it's just a small town. And it's a group of kids they're getting ready to go off to college or back to school, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> I literally wrote that or whatever. So they all get together for one last party and there's a maniac with a machete killing them off one by one. And we've got to find out who it is. <laughs> Andy, I mean, we're friends. I've done better, man. We, yeah, we're seriously. friends. And you know I love you, but that, yeah. but you did ride it while uh, I was grabbing some beers from the fridge. So well, you're like, I gotta tell you, dude. Like, even the IMDb description of this movie is just a machete wielding maniac, <laughs> a small town, North Carolina. A group of friends are stalked by a mysterious machete wielding maniac. All right, okay. That's all this movie is. That's what all this movie it's is. As deep as a cookie sheet. As they would say. And again, not a lot of layers here. You can rent it for three ninety nine or buy it for five ninety nine. I just worth recommend it. Uh, renting it. Yeah, it's I worth, would too. Again, if you like the genre, it's definitely worth watching. Right. So, uh, but it's not worth much more than three ninety nine. Opening scene, yeah. exterior, night. Angie and Ted are getting busy on a motorcycle. Yeah, so they're by I, a railroad I started, track. I started chubbing out like 10 seconds in. Because <laughs> that, that's pretty hot. Getting, it is getting hot. Getting fr frisky on a motorcycle. Yep, yep. So, Andy, I got a question for you. Does Ted have a fetish? Because, he, you know, she's like, come on, let's say you love me. And he's like, wait for the train. I want to hear the train come. Oh, right. Like I, he, he has to wait for the... I analyze this because you're right. I don't know what he was doing. Sex you. At first, it's a little... Yeah, right. Here's our sexual education class. <laughs> it, first, there's a little comedy because he's like oh hang on don't move and she's just like oh man I yeah, don't finish you yeah. promised you know and he goes no no my th it's caught my zipper oh. uh that was the issue but then she wanted him to say i love you and he was just like the mill freight i had to turn on the fucking subtitles i couldn't understand what he was saying he was talking about the train yes he's like the mill freight passes by in like five minutes and it's gonna be i'm gonna give you the best time of your life so the sound and intensity oh the vibration of the train maybe, maybe would help her uh sexually and that's but why so he does was, a motorcycle just turn the motorcycle on great dude. call Thank maybe you. he was out of gas but you're right <laughs> uh they were definitely trying to synchronize their you know uh climaxes with the train passing by that is the weirdest thing because it that's even a fetish baby so <laughs> yes i know it was weird to masturbate to, it was, but I got through it. Managed to, I got through we it. We have one of those like every week now, I yeah. think. And I'm not going to say I'm sad about it. I like that joke. I so, hope people still listen after our, I'm just obviously yeah. joking about jerking off to a guy who gets on listening to trains. Well, my first instinct here, they they get killed. Quickly. As the train's going by. How do they get killed? At though? first, I was like, is the sound of the train killing them? No, it's, you could see a, like a, a wire, a wire a around their neck. It's like a double strangulation because blood starts coming out of their mouth. Somebody's pulling really hard That's a on fetish this wire. too, though. That's why I thought maybe they were choking each other while they were doing it because that is yeah. a fetish too. But when the blood starts coming out of their oh, mouth, yeah, yeah, you know, they're probably dying. That probably is a fetish. But it's that's, a twofer. Yeah, it's a twofer. It's a twofer one and they're both dead. Yes. They get thrown in the river. Yep, thrown in the river, um, and uh, cold opening. That's and here, the credits. Here come our credits, which is just shows their bodies in the water. Andy, these are the longest credits. It, if you actually go to the Academy website, uh -huh. this these are known as the longest opening credits 
on a movie. Oh, really? No. But it seems that way. <laughs> it sure does. It see, these opening credits are long as Very fuck. 80s orchestra yeah. music here. Was it a detective TV show? Like, right. or, or was it like, you remember Falcon Crest or yep. Dallas? It or made me feel Fantasy like. Fantasy Island, the right. love boat. Like those. That's the vibe I got from these. It wasn't like, you know. It was nothing scary. It wasn't any heavy metal or guar like we've heard in past weeks. It was definitely 80s orchestral with totally. uh, uh, slow motion bubbles and coming out of the water, you know, because they were just a slow-mo shot of their bodies falling in the water and floating away. Yeah, it was it was very long. Uh, yeah. Even over your first watch, you can fast forward. You're not missing anything. Skip, so, skip, skip. Yep, uh, here we go. Fast. Uh, next day, every neighborhood USA, simpler times back in the early 80s, Andy. You're right. You're right. Uh, everybody's on their bikes, mowing their lawns, neighbors are talking, meth is being cooked in the basements, everything yep. is... Husbands are smacking their wives. Yeah. The breakfast is cold. What the fuck? You know. It was a simpler time. Minorities and I don't uh, joke LGBTQ about, joke about are getting kicked out of these neighborhoods. No. Right. No, but I There's mean, it, not it, a black person to be seen. Yeah, and that's that's a simpler time back I in kid, those. I laugh. Racism's bad. Uh, Horrible. But I mean, again, if we... But got, if that's the way things were, unfortunately... When you could leave your door unlocked. Mm-hmm. As they say, when America was great again. Was great again? I don't, I don't, I don't understand <laughs> Used to be that. great? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, what I'm A couple guys at, at a, a grocery store. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's downtown, I guess, the little downtown Main Street yeah. of this uh, department store, which I, it's kind of a grocery store. It's kind of all yeah. of those inclusive. I call it a C-store, convenience store. store. You know, it's, I guess it's where the town goes to shop. Sure. If they need a pair of underwear or a bag of lettuce, that's where they're going. Um, yeah. We meet uh, Arch. Archie. Arch. Arch. And uh, Sheriff Avery. Sheriff Avery. And Sheriff Avery's coming in to talk to Arch because he's like, hey, where's Ted? I guess Ted works at the department store. And he's like, well, you see that bastard. You tell him he's fired. Yeah, he didn't show up for work. Didn't show up for work. Maybe because he's floating in the river. Floating in the river. <laughs> um, There's also a little kid in the store here. He steals a hustler. I love that. That's when porn mags were just blatantly. Totally. Like, right out on display. No classic. Yeah, just like go grab one. In the store, you could pick it up and look through it. I got something to at age right twelve. Now. I got know. something to admit at when I was probably age eleven. This is a 11. safe space, man. Go ahead. When it was a convenience store, yeah, and uh, it was when Madonna posed nude for, or they found her nude photos and they put them in penthouse. Really? So Madonna was popular when I was a kid. You know, sure, I'm dating sure. myself, so I'm sitting there going, "Holy cow!" And they had him like in this movie. They yeah. were just blatantly out. Yeah. So I stole, no plastic. I stole one. You did. I stole oh, it. Oh, man. Statute of I limitations. I was so nervous, You're man. You're under arrest. So I could take it to the woods and look at it. That's Just all so anyone did. She had hairy, hairy armpits, black hair, mm-hmm. you know, bubies, mm-hmm. and, you know, butt and vaginas. <laughs> and so I was just like, but she I... She had a bush. A bush. <laughs> so when I saw this scene, I was like, it brought me back yeah. to when I was a kid at the local convenience store in North we Carolina. Could probably look up like what issue of hustler that was he stole hustler it was hustler yeah but, th- but, I think but i'm Madonna... sure that that was a legit real issue of hustler that this little kid stole oh it was they they have it oh. it was like uh, uh it's in the imdb it's in the trivia yeah well sheriff avery you know sees him uh the kid acts like he's reading a comic book and sheriff avery takes a magazine out of his back uh, pocket and says, what are you doing, son? You'll go blind and smacks him on the head and <laughs> Kid you know, get up. out of here. And Sheriff takes a look. and Every, uh, every shot to get some yeah. of that human <laughs> beauty action. But this is when we also meet one of our main characters, Andy, Lily. Yes, Lily, Lily is uh, the good girl. 
she works in the store. She's a good girl. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is one of those movies where we get to know who, what the characters are and who they are and what their persona is going to be. Right. Lily is our good girl. Uh-huh. Uh, and she works at the grocery, grocery store and, uh, you know, this is kind of, kind of getting set up in this small town. It's literally the next day after Sarah and Ted were... Uh, Angie and Ted. Angie and Ted, thank you. Angie and Ted were killed on the motorcycle. Right. Um, so now it's, we're you know, that Americana, we're at the baseball field. Cut to the baseball game. Apple pie, PBR... Got some kids playing baseball just getting finished. Yeah, getting finished. Coach Neal is there, one of our main characters, and his assistants, who are college kids, Bob and Kathy. They're going to be college kids, right? No, Bob already is because he's okay. talking to Kathy like, I'll be there to take care of you, Kathy. So Kathy is entering. <laughs> Kathy's going to go to college. Yes. That's the setup. So this, They don't make it very clear, but like you said, Bob does allude to, I'll take care of you. you know, I know the ropes. I know the ropes. I'll be, I can help you pass freshman English. Yeah. And Coach Neal is there. So, you know, obviously they're kind of around the same age, even though, like, she's a senior. I would say 18. He's sure. probably 19, 20. I would say Coach Neal's probably in his mid-20s. Still, he's a teacher. Right. But this is, I think, Andy's summer break. <clears throat> And yeah. the way they end the summer is with a big carnival oh, uh, yeah. in this small town, which eventually we're going to get to. But I, I, when you brought it up in your Cliff Kill notes, I didn't kind of, I mean, yeah. small town, kids are there just, just either going back to college or going to college. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like like summer break, fall summer, break. Summer, summer is break, winding break. down. Yeah. Uh, this scene, we also are introduced briefly to Casey, who might have stolen some uh, equipment. From He's the baseball a team, special needs kid. He's a slow gentleman. Yes, although he runs fast. But he can he, run he, uh, fast. He, he, yeah, he's a little mentally uh, slow. Um, and he, a special needs kid, uh, same age as our assistant coaches, yeah. uh, Kathy and Bob. Um, but they allude to the fact that hey, we're missing some equipment, and Casey over there watching from afar is uh, maybe the culprit. Yeah, and are they kind of setting him up to be the killer? Yeah, because I mean, he sort of notices them watching and takes off running. So it's great. You know, they they kind of laugh it off. I mean, it's yeah. just equipment. So it's, it's just stupid old Casey, yeah. the slow, stupid guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <look>. <laughs> wah, wah. yeah. So what's rad is that coach says, yo, homies, let me buy you a beer. 1982, I guess the drinking age was 18. Or yeah. or, 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 or it was, you know, it was a small town. They don't We're give bending a the rules a yeah. little. Yeah. So they go get a beer. At the diner, which right. is very interesting to me. So it's uh, like we have the C-Store department store where you can buy underwear yeah. or uh, fucking brake fluid. Gallon of milk. Yeah. yeah. This break is fluid. a diner where yeah, you, <laughs> you can get an omelet and a fucking Miller Lite. True. The diner also serves alcohol, and Ramona waits on them. Ramona. She's Ramona. The... Did you notice she carries a pitcher of beer to their to their table <laughs> on a tray? Yeah. I, she... And they just pull it up. And it's, seriously, she takes it from the tree just to turn around. Yeah, it's two steps from the counter to their table. She could have just grabbed it by the handle. She could have just, that's all she's delivering, too. It's not like she has, like, four burgers on the tray, either. <laughs> she's just the tray, the, the pitcher of beer on a tray. Uh, interesting creative choice, but I'm not a cinephile. I just thought it was funny. Most waitresses carry the pitcher yeah, by the handle. Yeah, if it's just one pitcher, they're going to grab the handle, there you go, and take off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's very simple to serve a pitcher of beer. It really is. I did notice we that as know. well, and on the first watch, we, mm-hmm. we both kind of had a laugh about that, but Ramona doesn't go to college, and she's kind of known as the town naughty girl. She's a little promiscuous. Promiscuous, likes to probably touch the wee-wees. She enjoys sex and and exploring um, her sexuality. And maybe it's a sense because, Andy, she feels alone because all of her friends went to college. So to make her give herself any kind of self-worth, she feels like grabbing the attention of men. We're going to do a deep dive into Ramona's sexual psychology (laughs) here during Pride Month. Uh. (laughs) Slash you, sex you, gets to be also known as guess who, Nick, is pretty rad. Oh, hey, as long as she's safe and yes. not spreading STDs and other 
things, I'm glad for Ramona. Yes. Go to town. Ramona has beautiful hair. She's she's a doll. Excellent hands. Hands, yes. (laughs) Um, But she definitely is just, you know, just a server at the diner. She drops off the beers to um, Kathy, uh, her friend Bob, and the coach Neil, and they lachayim. Yeah, that's about it. They they, toast. They they toast. Uh, Kathy is going off to college to join Bob, and that's kind of where I started getting. This is where he starts going, hey, I'll take care of you. I can show you the ropes. You'll be there with me. And she's like, oh, all you want to do is babysit me. And he's like, I fucking want to babysit both of you, if you know what I mean. Bob likes her. Bob likes her. And so when she drops off the pitcher of beer, Andy, I made a note of this. When Mm -hmm. she drops off of Ramona drops off the pitcher of beer, they already have mugs of beer. So I'm assuming this is their second pitcher. Good call. So there's two pitchers. Excellent deductive reasoning, Watson. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) the bill, 275 for two pitchers of beer. No, I thought that was just the coach. Because coach walks up to the counter and I thought he said, just me. No, he like says, his what's own the personal damage? bill. What's he says, because oh. he said, "Let me buy you a beer." Two seventy-five for at least two pitchers yeah. of beer. My God, that is astounding. This craft beer I'm holding right here, uh, probably ten ninety-nine for a four-pack of these God. Tall Boys. Dig this. I was just in North Carolina recently. Speaking of North Carolina, uh, that's where I was born and raised. Visiting yeah. family. My stepmom was telling me uh, back when she quit smoking when she was twenty-nine, like in nineteen seventy-eight. Mm-hmm. She uh, would smoke, uh, get a carton of cigarettes. Carton of cigarettes, five dollars. Now it's more than that for a pack. Oh, Twenty five. Yeah, it's like yeah, dude. It's for, yeah. So, so I know we're getting up top. Basically, here, but yeah. Seven, everything costs more now. Blah yeah. blah blah. My yard yeah. looks so much bigger when I was a kid. <laughs> I have testicles. So this is also Andy, where Ramona kind of like says, "Hey, coach, I'm gonna be. You know, everyone else is taking off, but I'll be here. I'll still be here. Wink, wink, booby, booby, but, but." Yeah, Ramona likes, you know, yeah, she's, all men. <laughs> she's she's down with everybody. Um, then we have Bob and Kathy kind of walking home together. Yeah, Bob's just, walking Kathy home. Just re- reassuring. Talking him. about next fall. Yep. Uh, obviously, Bob wants to ask her out. He's a little shy about little it. Because he even says, like, oh, I kind of wish I'd have done some things differently this yeah. break. You know, totally. That's about it. Uh, Kathy, they're they're all pretty. I mean, the the casting was very done well. They're, the girls next door, they all yeah. have that. Even He's, Ramona, he says, like, uh, do you want to you want to go to a movie or something tomorrow? And she's like, oh no, the col- the the. Carnival is tomorrow. Yay. I have a booth I have to set up. And he's like, oh, well, do you want help? Yeah, sure. Come on and help me. And uh, when he walks away, Kathy gives him that one last look. You know, she likes him, too. Yeah, they and like each the house. other. Yeah. So. And I just know it's a love that was meant to happen. It's so it's super cute. Yeah. So hopefully we- <laughs> they have babies and we can have Death Screams Part 2. That would be sick. <sighs> 20 minutes long we could right. make it a short we could film. just fast forward through most of that movie so too. after they do their flirting we cut back to the river <laughs> to the river yeah and it's just the bodies floating angie in the water. and ted's bodies angie and continue Ted. to float downstream float down, float down the river those bodies down by the river that's um, it they're just floating they're just a floating i mean they we kind of it's always a callback it's kind yep. of the most interesting callback i've ever seen in a it's movie it's kind of like hey audience don't, don't forget, forget. These people were killed, and they're floating in the river. Just just reminding you that they're dead, just so you guys don't forget. Freely floating. So Freely floating. How long can a body float? Bumping off of rocks, bumping yeah. bumping off of logs, just keep on floating. The river looks like maybe two and a half feet deep. I know. It's not super deep, but uh, uh, a, deep yeah, enough for the bodies to float. There was a turtle on one of her boobs. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, there wasn't. But, uh, yeah, so they're still dead. Uh, we cut to Lily at the um, it's nighttime. At the convenience store saying goodnight to Arch, her boss. Uh, I won't be working tomorrow. 
You know, it's the carnival. Carnival, I got to work with my grandma. So it's nighttime. Lily's leaving the store. Definitely a fast forward moment. Oh, God, yes. All we do is she thinks she's being followed. She's standing next to a railroad. And suddenly she is scared by a train. The like, train, you can't hear it. train screams by and freaks her out. But you would have heard it a mile away. I agree, wah, Nick. Wah. It's like, very strange. So all like she's like, is someone following me? Then the train like, comes by and she's like, freaks out. Casey is like looking away from afar because Casey's special guy likes trains. And he's like, yay, trains. So he's kind of there too. And Just to like, look at the trains. In the vicinity. He wears a train's hat. He's watching. Uh, oh, yeah. Like the engineer's cap yeah. or whatever that all the little you saw when you were a little kid. You're right. So he's kind of in the a fedora. He's in the vicinity. Uh, does she see Casey? Or I don't she, know. He's just there. Uh, yeah. I All mean, right. I, again, I think they're trying to. The, he's the killer. Yeah. You know the. They're he's like, not. Uh, um, so. I don't see how he could. You know. <laughs> but it's funny though. You're right. How the train the train's not there, and then all of a sudden, and freaks her out. Like, yeah, you're right. You would have heard that at least a half mile away or more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So fast forward, fast forward. Lily, Lily finally fucking makes it home. Finally. Um, we meet grandma. Grandma Edna. Grandma. And she's an old prude. She's an old bitty. She's just like, you listen here. <laughs> um, Lily, uh, we find out, has an old boyfriend named Matt who went back to medical school who grandma didn't approve of. Yeah. Says there were no brains. He didn't, you know, if his brains were TNT, he couldn't muster up a little fart. I... Wrote that down. <laughs> you, my friend, are on the same page as me. He, yeah, I wrote the exact. I wrote that if line. His brains were TNT. He couldn't, couldn't muster a little fart. fart. I thought that was really funny. It's a total grandma thing to say. That is like yeah. that, that's when you know you're loved if grandma <laughs> tells right. you that. My grandma um, called me needle butt. Because <laughs> your butt's pointy. <laughs> no, I don't know. It just makes a little. I don't know. Oh well, Lily talks to grandma about how Angie and Ted are missing. The cops were at the store today. Uh, yeah, grandma's just like I don't approve when you know. Men and women, boys and girls go off like that together. I never did that. Lily, rightly so, calls her out and says, oh, they totally did, Grandma. They just didn't talk about it. Yeah. She's right. That's completely what Dude, happened in the totally. 20s and the 30s and you all You remember that. Back to the Future? Yeah. You remember Marty McFly's mom was drinking, smoking, and trying to show some booze? 1955. Yeah. yeah. There exactly. There you go. USA. <laughs> I totally dig it, man. I mean, if Back yeah. to the Future taught me anything, is that the girls in the 50s like to get freaky. Right. And to stay away from your mom if you ever go back in time. Uh, God, that was a weird. That's a, no, that's like one of those weird movies, like Revenge of the Nerds. And that's a weird movie. It is right up there with Luke and Leia uh, kissing each other, and then you find out later they're brother and sister. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> I mean, but okay, I, I know we're not Back to the Future isn't the movie right now, but I mean, it seems like they would also remember him, like. He yeah. looked like, even like the dad would be like, dude, did you bang Marty? Because. Yeah. No, Family Guy touched on that. You oh, ever watch Family Guy? No, yeah, I, I there mean, was I a, have, but I don't remember. There's a Family Guy joke where George McFly is saying like, you remember uh, Calvin Klein from our high school? Like, why does our son look just like him? <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty <laughs> totally. funny. I, then, I mean, cause that's a, I thought that I don't know. I, that's <laughs> right on. It's not our movie, but you're right. So what anyway. we're getting at is that it was cool for Lily to call out grandma, grandma yeah. and say like, grandma, you. you're a fucking. Thanks you, for reeling me back in Nick. yeah because so, no, i was we could have gone off on a tangent there because we never do on this podcast next week's movie back to the future all right yeah, so. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah back at the heart it's true it's either that or we change this podcast to like 80s popular movies whatever movie yeah or no or a true crime podcast movie no, true cop true podcast that movie true crime true crime yeah 
No, there's too many of those. Back in 1986, Doug and his wife. Um, <laughs> back at the diner, it's nighttime. Spoiler alert, me. Doug killed her. All right. Um, back at the diner, they're closing up shop, and Ramona is looking for Jackson because he's got a phone call. The owner of the, re- the yeah, sorry. restaurant. Yeah. Thank you for backing that up. Yeah. Jackson is the owner, you know, big guy, you know, it's his diner. So she's like, hey, I'm going to go, you know, hold, hold on, I'll go find Jackson. So without the health department knowing, they house a cat in the kitchen. Right. There's a cat inside that yeah, runs get out. Get back in the kitchen, kid. And she goes after it to get back inside. Yeah. Let's get get back in here and get cat hair all over the food. It was a simpler time, or it might have been yet tomorrow's special. Or <laughs> or is they it, bring... Is it a Korean diner? The cat. Hey! Oh, my God. The stereotype. So the cat... That was horrible. We, wow, we've hit a few today. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad for what I said earlier about not a black person in sight. I well, feel bad about that now. I mean, but, it's, uh, we're not making fun. It's just the it, way that people. It's the way things were. were. You mean, know, and if you, you know, America's not perfect. We still have a lot of work to do, but it's significantly better than it was. And that is my soapbox. <laughs> It's better than it was. Let's not get on crossfire, you over but here. It's, but it's still got a long way to go. Long way to go. Uh, yeah, maybe the cat stays outside and they bring it in during the night to keep mice under control. That's a great call. Just that sounds way more uh, plausible, yeah. plausible <laughs> applicable than I'm saying it's like fucking, you know, food. Anyway, she gets the cat and grabs it to take it back inside, only to have, like, she closes the screen door. Right as she closes the screen door, Andy, a machete yeah. slashes through the screen. It's like a POV of someone coming at her until she shuts that door, yeah. and Maniac's kind of slow. She doesn't notice. Uh, so no, she doesn't know. She doesn't know that she, she, she almost closed the left. right. She she doesn't notice that somebody took a swing at her. The and it's uh, the nighttime is now over. So yep. now we've had a full day of since missing Ted and Angie. Correct. So now we start a new day, and it's carnival, carnival day. Boop 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 boop. The town is alive with the sound of carnies, the sound of popcorn <laughs> being made, the sound of meth being snorted. People in one of the puking from the rides. Yeah, yeah. it's Blah! great. Yep. And uh, we meet Bob. He's one of the teenagers. I want to talk about Bob. He's Ramona's date. Ramona, our, our server. Bob is yeah. he? He he's he's sixty two. Is that the guy who looks like Hasselhoff? Kind of. Yeah, but and, and he's muscular. Hasselhoff. Yeah. The red so, eyes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he. Okay, I know Greece fucked with yeah. this when they try to say yeah these are that's, high school students. That's what's going on here. These are grown grown people well, playing. I can, Playing nineteen-year-olds, <laughs> you can give me a twenty, a nineteen-year-old girl dating a guy that's thirty. I mean, you know, sure, it's it happens. I mean, oh a, sure, two years back he couldn't, you know, but <laughs> this guy looks seriously forty-two. He looks like he could be Ramona's father. Yes, that's what I said. When I was like, I thought he was trying to win. I thought it was Ramona's dad trying to win, yeah. her, win her a present. Yeah, they try to dress him hip with skinny jeans and an eyes on. Put it this shirt. way: she calls him daddy, but not because he's her daddy. Hey. Yeah. Call me daddy. Let daddy. Me touch your penis. Daddy, wait, win wait. me a doll at the carnival, daddy. I just wanted to go off on Bob. <laughs> I'm sorry. Daddy, win me a teddy bear. My favorite voice, daddy. Daddy, do you like my anyway. tennis shoes? Um, yeah. <laughs> he seriously looks like he's 74. Uh, his date is Ramona. We also meet the other characters, Walker, his date, Sheila. We meet Diddle, the comic relief. His name is Diddle. Diddle. Yeah. Um, probably because he got caught masturbating a few times. Or he's been diddled, and that's why he's all messed up. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's why man, he's got really a screw loose. He got diddled by a priest or something. He's the comic relief. <laughs> he's just kind of like, he, he doesn't calm down. Like, I mean, he, you feel yeah. like he's constantly on meth. and He is like a guy doing an impression of a guy who does an impression of yeah. Robin Williams. He is very annoying. Yeah, yeah very yeah. good. Yeah. A like Robin that. Williams impersonator impersonator. A Robin Williams impersonator <laughs> for 
from like you know small town Texas impersonating that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he's. Uh, yeah. But we can also forget Sandy. We can't forget Sandy. So Sandy she's the tall blonde, right? Tall blonde. Yeah. So our characters are getting set. The movie is about to get in. We think we're about to get right dive right into the kills. Takes a little bit longer, friends. Stay with us. So there's we, a small gag with a kissing booth where. At the oh, carnival. Go, but Kate, but yeah. Casey's trying to get on the merry-go-round. Oh, yeah, that. And that's not when Coach Neal, Coach Neal tries to come up and help him. But we're just trying to get to know that Coach Neal's a soft guy. Yeah. He knows that Casey's stealing him things, but he's really trying to help. Hey, Casey, you want, Casey, me, you want me help? Help, yeah. help get on the merry-go-round? He just runs off. Casey's kind of shy and just runs off. Maybe because yeah. he's like, oh, I steal his equipment. I really like him, but I steal his equipment. So Yeah. And then I want to talk about this kissing booth. Oh, it's just a simple gag. There's, a, there's just a, you know... Kind of a good-looking lady running a kissing booth. Kisses, $1. Kisses for $1. And there's, like, some little kids there. And um, it's a little, I guess, pervy. Wrong. It is! A little, little molestery. Because this kid paid her, and she gives him a kiss on the lips. On the lips. It and this, like little the kid, this little be... kid's just like, yeah, I like it. And he's, she's like, ha-ha, okay. And, and the kids walk away. And then a big, like gross looking bearded biker dude walks up they call him a hippie on imdb do they yeah. oh well he's just kind he's of a bald a, guy wearing a bandana yeah he's kind of grimy biker. looking and she grabs the one dollar sticker and changes it and it says five dollars now and he's not gonna pay five dollars for a kiss five dollars back in 1982 160 dollars yeah. today today i don't doubt that one bit i mean think you know. about that kid paid a dollar that's Inflation. probably like twenty dollars yeah. right the I mean, guys well the guy was like fuck that i'll buy a gallon of gas you know or i'll buy some meth <laughs> I'll buy some cranks. They, so, crank. they call it a crank in the 80s. She raises the price for the she kisses raises the for that bribe. man. So that's a, kind of an ongoing guy. Just uh, a gag. silly off, yeah, Again, off collar. Uh, during the day, uh, we're still at the carnival. Lily is showing up with a grandma, Grandma Edna, in a wheelchair. Yep. And uh, they roll up to Kathy. You remember Kathy and Bob? Uh, our baseball assistants. Uh, yeah. Kathy is working at a booth that's kind of called the, it's not kind of called, it is called the junk shop. Yeah, but there's like nothing there. There's nothing there. There's zero items on the she counter. She sold all of her junk. There's nothing. Maybe it's all in her trunk. Hey! <laughs> oh, God. I'd, <laughs> I'd much rather go there than the kissing booth. Hey! Um, yeah, that's really it. And Bob is down below the counter sort of nailing the booth together with <laughs> a hammer and nails. And he starts grabbing uh, Kathy's legs and stuff and... Yeah, I mean, it, it, they kind of have a. T I mean, it, yeah. you know, Kathy and Lily and Grandma friends. It's a small town. Everyone knows. Lily each other. says to Kathy, "Like, are you two? And Kathy's like, "I'm working on it." Yeah, I'm trying because so. he, you know, because Bob's again trying to fix the counter. So, yeah. Um, and speaking of the counter, Andy, under the counter, you know, Bob starts playing with Kathy's leg. He's probably mm -hmm. trying to, you know, probably trying to get some of that thigh action. <laughs> and uh, you know, here comes uh, Sheriff Avery mm -hmm. walking up, and he's like, "Are you okay?" And she's like, oh, my foot fell asleep. Yeah. Not to mention I have three fingers up my butthole right now. But, yeah, I'm cool, Sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention I, I have three fingers. Oh. Uh. <laughs> ah, shit. So he uh, walks away, and she's yeah. just like, Bobby, yeah, what so are you she, doing? She drops onto the counter, and Andy, this is where they profess their love to each other. They start kissing. Yeah. They are now boyfriend and girlfriend. Bob jumps right to it. I think I'm in love. And she's just <laughs> like, it's about. <laughs> I'm in love. And he goes, she he goes, it's about time, and they make out. So they're an item. Yay! Yeah. And Sam and Diane of this movie. That's yeah. a cheer, cheers reference. I would call They're them the Ross and Rachel of the, this movie. The Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox. Sure, of this movie. The, the Kim Kardashian, Kanye, or uh, Pete Davidson. Sorry. Oh, sure. And then uh, the other Kardashian and the Travis Barker. <laughs> Did you just 
No, the I was just like the other, the other Travis one Barker. and Travis Barker. Yeah, yeah I, I that's can't keep up the with true it. love. I can't believe I know more about that than I know about like other things. It's it drives me I know crazy. what bothers me is I had to say those others when Sam and Diane should have been plenty. Because I don't know. Some of the readers don't know. People don't know a Cheers. Little ditty about Sam and Diane. Oh man, Cheers is a fucking show. That is Coach. a good one. Yeah, Coach yeah. Woody Harrelson. Some of Woody Harrelson's best work was Cheers and George Went and yeah. John uh, uh, Ratzenberger from our movie yeah. uh, Blood Hotel or or oh John Hotel Ratzenberger. Hell. Yeah, yeah he was in. And then you got like uh, fucking Frasier is in there. I mean, yeah, Cheers. Yeah. Cheers is great. And um, Sam and Diane was the epic love story. Yes, much like. Bob and Kathy. Bob and Kathy, there you go. And so we're back. I want to talk about that scene where they do the ring the bells. What is that game called? Oh, they you, like hit the, the thing hit the with the hammer and the thing, goes, and all the the thing goes all the way up and hits the bell. I'm supposed to show that you're a tough guy? Yeah. This scene pissed me off and here's why. Mm -hmm. uh, with a name like Diddle, he's trying to be all funny and you know, like the tough guys aren't doing it. Right. So of course the girls, you know, one of the girls, Sandy, so she gets the rings the bell. So they steal two prizes. They only should get one prize, but they steal two prizes. And when the carny you know, God bless his soul. You know, two teeth, high on meth, tries yeah. to stop them. The guys come up all tough. And Walker, Walker and, and Bob. Bob. No, like, it's not Bob. It's Yes, it is Walker and Bob. Bob what? is with Kathy. It's no. Walker and Tony or something, right? <laughs> Bob's over with Kathy making out under the counter. This is Walker and, like, David Hasselhoff looking dude, which is Tony, isn't he? Here's what I wrote. People at the Hammer Thing Mallet game, whatever. I don't know who these people are. One guy looks like David Hasselhoff. This is verbatim what I wrote. No, it is Tom. It's Tom. Tom. And I've been writing Bob this whole time. Oh. Bob and Kathy are the same and Diane. Please stay with us. Yeah, not, yeah. So it's, it's Walker and Tony. Tom. Tom. Yeah. Walker and Tom. It's Tom. You're right. Sorry. I yeah. said Tony. Erase Tony from your... I'd like to Walker. strike Tony from the record, Your Honor. Yeah. It's Tom and Walker. So Walker, Intimidate the carny. Yeah, and he's just like, dude, you know, I got to... That's how I make my living, man. I got to buy some meth, and you're going to steal all my yeah, shit? Yeah, totally, yeah. man. And there's a, like a nice... Next to the diner, there's a little strip club that I wanted to go to later. Right. Now I'm going to have to rip off some more kids in order to make that money back. I just didn't like that. They bullied this poor little carny. So anyway, steal, I didn't like that Just steal prizes. Just to steal those cheap-ass prizes. Now, but let's cut back to that river. <laughs> cut back to the river. They cut back to the river. Where we still have to be, you know, we have to remind the viewer. Hey, do you guys know that Angie and Ted got killed, right? I don't know if we mentioned that. We're going to spoil this podcast and <laughs> spoil this movie on this podcast. Angie and Ted, still dead. <laughs> and, uh, they're still, and they're still floating down the river. Right. <laughs> Can we get it up? Here, just like, this just in an update on Angie and Ted. <laughs> they continue to be dead floating in the river. And here's just a quick shot to remind you. Thanks, um, David Nelson, director of this movie, for just okay. letting us know. I think we need to do callbacks to make sure people know that you know that they're still in the river dead. Yep. Like, what else would they do? I don't know. Just maybe their bodies are discovered. Hey, it'd be different if there was a bear eating their bodies. It'd be that different be cool. if there was maybe a little more dialogue from the other people in the movie going, geez, Angie and Ted have been missing for literally 36 well, hours they, now. They, they Where they the fuck are they? They kind of start doing that. Yeah, good call. Yeah. About 36 hours, you're right. <laughs> And this is when, um, you know, so after the, uh, the you know, they fuck with the carny, um, we meet Agnes. Agnes is the mother of Casey. You remember our special Casey's needs our guy? Casey's our slow guy, yeah. Casey's our special needs guy. She's an old party mature. She's like a, she likes to party. Yeah. She is rad. She likes to, you can tell she's a, you can tell she's a good time, uh, Charlie. She's friends with um, Grandma Edna. Yep. And uh, they're definitely pals and that's all you really yeah, need to know. that's really it. They're so, going to work a booth together, but they have the some The quilting dialogue. booth. 
the, the quilting booth yeah. and, and some mince pies. I think they have some pies, too. Right. So. They're selling stuff at the booth. So uh, now we get to some weed smoking, Andy. Oh, yeah. Back with the... Um, our, our, six, our six... I called them the popular kids. The popular kids. Uh, old Tom. Yeah. Uh, old Tom. Old Tom, who's seriously like 75. He's supposed to be playing... Like maybe a twenty-year-old. Yeah. Oh no, I would maybe say 19, twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yeah. I'd He's say that old in this would, movie. Yeah, because I mean, you know, girls like yeah. Ramona, right, lives there. So yeah. if he's dating her, oh. he probably lives there too. So he, but he looks like he's sixty something. Seventy-five. <laughs> That's a little. He doesn't quite look that old. Seriously, he isn't like I bet that kid he looks got, like an old after catcher's this movie, You could find him in a Playgirl. You think so? Yeah. He's got the muscles. If you look at any 12 issues in 1983 of any Playgirl, you'll find him in there. He's in there. So anyway, That's they're all cool. smoking weed behind the tent. Yeah. And here comes the Sheriff Adri. You know, just kind of playing with him. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Uh, what's that smell? You know, I smell something funny. It smells kind of queer. It smells. Did he say that? Yeah. Uh, they do use that word and in this do. movie and a couple times. The they too. use the F word too for a um, for a gay man, not the not fuck, because we'll just say that. Yeah, we can say uh, that. They do use the F word in this movie, and um, yeah, he, the kids are smoking and they're hiding it from the sheriff. But this is when they he does call out to them because he yeah. knows they're friends with Ted and Angie, so he's like, "Yo, haven't seen him, haven't seen him." And then like Ramona makes a comment, and she, oh, and, I wrote that down. Yeah, go ahead. Ramona says they'll be back when they get tired, and the sheriff's like, "Not like you, Ramona. You never get tired of it." Sheriff has got Ramona pegged as a slut. The town harlot. Yeah. I like Ramona harlot, but you're right. No, that's good. Harlot's a good one. And the sheriff is kind of old school, maybe maybe a little religious. We don't know for sure, but he's given off that vibe and he's you like it, Ramona. He's not yeah. like you. You never get tired of it. You harlot. Yeah, so that's I was actually when I was in high school, I was in a band called Harlot's Ghost. Oh, cool. Yep. Uh so Ramona, in her opinion, if a guy doesn't like her. They are queer because right. they see Coach Neal walking towards them. And, um, you know, and, and I think it's uh, Sandy or one of the other girls. One of the girls is like, yeah. man, look at that piece of meat. Yeah. And she's like, uh, he's probably queer. Right. Because Ramona's kind of hit on him and yeah, he did he, not return. He did not return. So the, therefore he's gay, yeah, he's according gay. to her. So but this is when, uh, so we stick, we stick with Coach Green looking yeah. dapper in his green jean. Or, it, it, it is Coach Green, isn't it? I just called him Coach Green. I it's called him Coach Neal. Coach Neal. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, his name's Neal. Coach Neal walks by a booth set up with delicious sweet treats. And that's where we meet Sarah. Oh, yeah. It's like a bake sale booth. Uh she is trying to offer him some pie, a brownie. You want to take a brownie? They're free. I made them myself. And There's he's some weed in them. Declining, declining, declining. She finally talks him into, yeah, a brownie. Um, great. You know, and I, you obviously Sarah really likes Sarah wants the coach. to see his penis. So is Sarah another kid maybe who's, I don't want to say kid, but maybe somebody who's graduated and off to college? This So she's on the age level. She's not... Too much younger than Coach? Or, I would have to say or that. Or is Sarah like 16? You know, I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> she's only 17. 17. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, hell, yeah. we saw Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. I mean, they show like teen sexuality, which That's is That's right. Weird. That's the thing about high school girls. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, they, she was a sophomore in high school, and they show her boobs in the movie. I mean, mm -hmm. you could not do that shit now. This is Fast Times. Oh, I'm right, right, right. I'm talking about Sarah. I'm going to go ahead and assume yeah. that she is graduated, and she's about to go to college. She really likes Coach. She really likes Coach, but um, he, you know, he kind of walks off kind of, you know, he, I don't think he teases or anything. He's just no. like, later, Sarah. He's like, yeah, thanks, bye. And so uh, back uh, with Kathy and Bob. Making uh, out. Making out at the picnic table, getting kisses, touching boob. Uh, the other kids join them. 
Diddle comes running up. Sex Maniacs! Sex yeah. Maniacs! Diddle, who is, again, our, our cheap fucking bargain bin version of a lame Robin Williams impersonator. Agree. Uh, comes up, <laughs> but he also walks up with his uh, friend Sandy, also Sheila, Walker, yep. uh, Ramona. The popular Tom, kids. The popular yeah. kids. So they're also friends with Bob and Kathy. So they're like, hey, let's have a party tonight. Right. Here we we're go. About to, we're about to spread... And, uh, you know, and it's like, I think that's when they kind of make that joke. Well, Diddle makes that joke. You know, we're about to spread out. And Diddle goes, Ramona spreads every day. And so um, it's kind of like. I think Ramona gets tired and offended of those jokes. Or does Ramona kind of embrace it and be like, you know what? Yeah, I get around. Whatever. I wish they could have in the 80s because I hate that. It's like if a guy does it, it's cool. Like if a guy's promiscuous. But if a girl does it, it's lame. It's bullshit. Yeah. And, And they really like hit Ramona hard with those comments in this movie. They like, do. And I remember when I... I feel I, bad. I, I always defended girls that they, were, that they thought were promiscuous because I'm like, wait, I, I was very promiscuous sure. when I was younger. Sure. I had one hell of a 2015. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying like, the guys were like, Nick, you're hooking up with a girl that's like, you know, they would try to slut shame yeah. her. And yeah. I'm sitting there going, wait, whoa, you can't, wait, why can't you slut shame me? Right. I've been seriously with three girls, you know, like in the past. I just know, don't like that. It just bothers me to like when they're really hitting hard on her. Like, yeah, yeah she spreads her legs all the time. Because I'm like, you know, Ugh. she's probably just looking for some kind of like she wants to be in a. I think she, she really wants love. Yeah, probably. And you know, we but sometimes know. Attention... maybe she just enjoys sex. Hey, and that's great too. You know, <laughs> like we, we don't should. know if she's got some she's making up for. Maybe she just likes to get it on. Let's get it on. You're just seeking Ramona. that, seeking that elusive big O. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I mean, so as they're kind of joking around the picnic table, uh, Lily is walking with. Look, you think it's a heavy box, but it really isn't. Uh, Neil walks up to her. And Neil's got his eyes set on Lily. Yeah, do I know you? Yeah. And she's like, no, but I know you. I know you're the my new friend. Kathy coach, talks about Kathy, you. Yeah, and, blah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah. So Sarah's looking from afar. Oh, Sarah at the bake sale counter. Yes. She's like, you fucking love I him. I love him. I gave him a brownie. Those cost $5. I want to give him my pubic brownie. <laughs> oh, God. Is there such a thing as a pubic brownie? There is now. All right. It's, got so, a, it's just a regular with a, with a Merkin on it. Um, so he, uh, <laughs> he offers to carry... Coach walks up and uh, he offers to carry her box. Slash you cafe, we are going to have the Merkin brownie as one of our. We food. should. Why not? Right, slash you. Here in the cafeteria at the U, we offer the Merkin brownie as a dessert. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I almost have to. Hit, that's oh, funny. Oh man! All right, so that's where a good one. <laughs> uh, Coach offers to carry her box, and uh, meanwhile, Sarah looks on jealous. That's yes. really all I, they, they just, there's a little bit of backstory because Lily's like, you know, uh, my grandma says you grew up here. And he just says, no, actually I was born in Chicago. My mom my grew up here. My mom's from here. My so, mom's yeah, from right here. Yeah. Um, so we're back at the, the popular kids table. They're getting, they're talking about the river or, you know, they're going to the river when it gets dark. They're having a bonfire. Um, you know, then maybe after the river, they can go to the cemetery and tell ghost stories. Like, come on gang, let's do it gang. Yeah. We're the popular kids. I know that sounds like a hell of a party, but I guess small town, you cling to what you got. You know? I mean, I'd go to the river and drink some beers, but I, I going to a cemetery to still ghost like no. I, yeah, was ghost it, stories to me are like, was it Sheila who was like, we can tell ghost stories. It'll be fun. Yeah, that was definitely yeah. Sheila. So Sheila cute. and Walker really are the no names, nobody. So you know, I didn't uh, care about like, like much like last week. I didn't care about any of these no, people. Neither did I. <laughs> if they had more than three speaking lines, I was like, okay, I guess I'll try to catch their name. But 
<laughs> but if they had like a couple, like one line, I'm like, don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, I, I like catching the killer. names because again, like with no knowing that we know Tom, yeah, everyone's gonna remember Tom as Ramona's date, who seriously. It looks like he's like 79. Tom's incredibly old. Yes. Um, so uh, Lily and Neil, you know, they're still walking together. They get a they get a beverage and you know they they talk. And remember that box he's carrying? He's now just carrying it with two fingers. Oh, he so is. Obviously, oh. it's not that heavy. It's uh, empty. I, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why is she? Why is he Lily started with it like up yeah. on his shoulder? Yeah. Like it weighs like now 50 he's pounds. He's carrying it with two fingers. I'm like, what's 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 so important in that box? Right. Number one, that needs to be boxed up like that. And number two, that grandma and fucking Agnes need. Like pronto, because that's right. where they're heading to. That's pretty funny. They head to the booth, and Agnes and Grammy, you know, start giving um, Lily shit. They're kind of like, "Ooh, he's got a." If I were younger, and that's Agnes, like, yeah. Agnes goes like, and you know, Agnes like, if I was younger, I. She's yeah. definitely a party girl. She, oh yeah, sure. And uh, what does uh, Grandma say? She's like, "Quit making an ass of yourself." And Agnes says, well, "I got plenty to go around," and yeah, smacks her own, yeah. smacks her own butt, and they all have a good old lady laugh. I wonder if I wonder if Agnes has an OnlyFans. I would totally subscribe. <laughs> sure, whatever. So, the, okay. <laughs> so after that scene, we have a county fair uh, montage. Is what just I'd a short it. one. Yeah, the kids, the popular kids, go down that one of those slide, big slides, filler, blah, blah, ride blah. another ride, bouncy house, teacups, oh, haunted house, haunted Ferris house, wheel, hangman. Yeah, we'd go back to the kissing booth uh, trope. You know, like oh where, right, right, where the, the hippie dirt bag, dirt biker, dirt bag guy tries to come up, and instead of. You know, changing the sign from one dollar to five dollars, it goes out to lunch. And as he's yeah. walking away, under his breath, he's like, "I know what she's gonna have for lunch." Uh, maybe, maybe he's a, thinking dick. I don't oh, know. oh, I thought maybe like the one of those brownies from Sarah's <laughs> Sarah's bake sale booth, or I don't know. <laughs> I would think because he's being a jerk, he's yeah. probably thinking about something else. But oh, I know what she's gonna have for lunch. Oh, and then she's gonna kiss people the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Jeez. That's what I would do if I was at a kissing booth. You kiss your customers with that mouth? Um, back on the Midway, is that what they call it? Like the kids sure. are walking the Midway? With um, the games and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Kathy and Bob have uh, connected with their boss, Neil, the coach. And yeah. they invite him. They're like, come on, Neil. You should totally come to this party down by the river tonight. And he's like, nah, I don't think I'm cool enough for that. And like, well, we're going and we're inviting you. So we think you're cool enough. He's still know? kind of playing that teacher-student thing. Uh, that's right. He does say that. I'm a teacher, so I don't know how pop... how. Uh, how approval approved that is? Is it okay for me to do that? And like, yeah, we're all fucking done with school. We're yeah, going off and to it's college. Like a little party on the DL. It'd be like uh, you graduated from your senior year, and now you want to hang with your, you know, your uh, sociology teacher. <laughs> you know, when I was a tenth grade, I had a history teacher. <laughs> yeah, and Mr. Harnett, and there was a girl. Is when I moved to St. Louis, and there was a girl who graduated like right before I did. Mm-hmm. Got her pregnant, and they're still married to this day with four kids. Nice. He was young. Okay. So she was 18. He was probably like 27. Oh, so, so not I mean, completely insane. But still, it's just, it was kind of like he didn't lose his job. The dynamic was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so this is kind of like that, I would yeah. think. You know, it's you like, know hey. I went to high school in small town Eagle River, Wisconsin, and it was so rare for me to like bump into a teacher outside of school. Despite how small the town was, I but, almost never ran into one of my teachers. Did they live outside though, of in that, that? Oh yeah, it's not like they trucked in from thirty miles away. Everybody was right there, and I almost never ran into teachers outside of school. When you did, it was like holy shit! It was weird. You're not like in a coffin at home waiting to teach me tomorrow. <laughs> like, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> like, what? Seriously. You just think your teachers go down and like plug into the wall and shut down for the I night? I am a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like what's so funny to me is that he's like, well, should I go? Because these kids, because right when he leaves, he's been flirting with fucking Lily. Yeah. Who, 
if I'm not mistaken, like she maybe she maybe she's a couple years older because she dated a guy who went to med school. Yeah, then he left. So and she maybe she's been love. graduated for a few years now. Neil even asked her, "Are you married?" And she's like, "No, dude, not with anybody in this town." Right. So I can't even she, get a date in yeah, this maybe town. She's twenty. So anyway, after Bob and Kathy invite him to the party, he takes off back to Lily's booth and tells her about the bonfire and says, mm-hmm. "Hey, you want to come?" You know, he's trying to get. He's trying to touch some Lily boo. That was another reason he gave to Kathy and Bob. He's like, I don't have anyone to show up with. I can't go to this bonfire. I don't have a date. So you're right. That's another reason he goes to ask Lily. She's like, I don't know. I don't think so. And he's like, Well, at least can I take you to a movie next week? She's like, Yes, yes. that'll be fine. Maybe boom. you can touch my boob at the movie Score. theater. Score. Yeah. So he's, he's Maybe stoked. you could do the old hole in the popcorn thing trick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would be hot and it would feel weird on your because if the popcorn's hot it wouldn't feel good on the penis and then would it would be oil and buttery it wouldn't feel good hot popcorn mm, warm popcorn how hot like hot and oily yeah but then you start using the box like you start using like how, a pocket pussy yeah like how <laughs> like popcorn's not hot enough to like burn your mouth so <laughs> obviously it, if it's just warm popcorn that's gonna might feel okay. I don't know. More uh, stuff for uh, the slash uh, <laughs> slash busters. <laughs> We're gonna do myth oh, yeah. bu- Mythbusters slash you. I'm gonna use a box of popcorn. Wiener, a bucket of popcorn. Wiener in the bucket popcorn. We will put that trick. on our OnlyFans. Oh God. Um. So Sarah, um, uh, you know, who was <laughs> jilted, who she she who felt jilted yeah. by the coach, you know, was giving away. She's like, I gave you a free brownie. Wanted you to try my pubic brownie. Oh man. So she is so disgusted by him. Uh, she uh, takes, I guess, whipped cream and goes to the coach's convertible and just whipped cream's a whole damn car. You know, you're right. It probably is whipped cream. I said shaving cream. That's what I said, too. I mean, maybe shaving. she's working at a bake booth. sale booth, so it's totally, it's probably whipped cream. Whipped cream, so... Um, Sprays it all over coach's car. And yeah. Casey it sees it. Yeah, Casey, and he's like, no, I don't like this. You know, like yeah. he I like coach. He does, because, you know, he does like coach, so... Franks and uh, beans. Yeah, he runs away. <laughs> he runs away. So coach walks up to... He his, was masturbating. <laughs> Something about Mary. Yeah, reference. Yeah. yeah, I got it. <laughs> um, as Coach walks up to his whipped cream car, there are shirtless men standing behind him. You know, just country boys. You know, that are at a booth. Certainly, one of them saw. Why would Yeah, why wouldn't he be like, "Hey, did anyone see? Who did, did anyone this? see what did this?" And there was like, "Hi, man, I saw some girl." Yeah. It's a nice car, too. And, yeah, it's an old convertible. It's like MG. a convertible. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, they probably could say, and it's that girl Sarah, because yeah. it's a small town. Yeah, but and he doesn't. it's that girl Linda's mom, uh, Linda's daughter, Sarah. Yeah. But She did that. She did that to you. But um, um, he just kind of wipes down his um, car. And, yeah. And we flash back to Sarah, you know, who has to get away from the chaos and the madness at the carnival. So she finds a, uh, she, you know, she finds a nice water fountain to take a sip. Of a, a drink. bubbler to bubbler, some of you. Bubbler yeah. some of you. Drinking fountain. Yeah. Drinking fountain. So she takes a drink, sits on her, uh, sits on her ass on the water fountain. She hikes up her skirt and this is where she has a bandana tied around her thigh. A pink bandana. This is so hot. And as she takes the bandana off, she puts it She's around a, her head. It's a pack cigarettes. of cigarettes. Yeah. She lights up a cigarette with like a Pat Benatar look. Hell yeah. Sarah's a badass and she's sitting there as she lights up a cigarette, a fucking arrow hits her in the back of the shoulder. So she freaks out. She's like, holy shit, I just got an arrow shot at me. So instead of running to get help or running for help or screaming for help. She doesn't scream at all. No, she just kind of takes off and runs and finds an old abandoned merry-go-round. Like another carousel. Like another carousel that's not in action at the carnival. Right, it's like fenced off. Yeah, so they're like, so instead of going to get help and say, hey, Help! Or I've been yeah. shot. I've been. Air- it's broad daylight. It's we broad should point that out too. It's still the middle of the afternoon. She's covered in blood and decides <laughs> to 
sit on this, which I thought was a condemned merry-go-round. Yeah, I don't know. But it starts up. It's like a backup carousel. Yeah. In case the other <laughs> carousel the other breaks, down, breaks down. Yeah. We got this one. So it starts up. Oh, God. And she, instead of freaking out and running, she just opens her eyes and goes, what's going on? Yeah. And so... Arrow fuck, in her shoulder. Arrow, yeah, I think they pulled... She's pulled that out by so now. She's so bleeding, she, she's bleeding. She's bleeding profusely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as she's going around, still kind of freaking out, a p- plastic bag is shoved over her face by a mysterious killer, mm-hmm. and she is suffocated. And as she's going around the carousel, her lifeless body sits on a horse going up and down, and that is my... Dick kill. Dick kill. Dick shot of the week. Shot of the week. Shot of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. Dick shot kills the week. Andy, I thought this That's was great good. for it's a twofer. Yeah. Um you get um it's you know, an arrow. Oh, two different methods. Yeah, two different methods. Yeah. You get an arrow, it kind of you know, like I thought she could have survived. I thought she was running for help, but she was like, I'm just gonna go. I thought she could have screamed and attracted one or two ah, people. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to do it in the mic, but you know, like yeah. like holy shit, I just got hit yeah. by an arrow. I mean, if that happened to me, uh I get arrow to my shoulder. From the back, I would definitely start screaming. I love. I fell in love with Sarah when she put that bandana on and lit up a cigarette. I was oh like, my god! Yeah, she's like, clearly been hiding these cigarettes wrapped, you know, tied around her leg by this bandana. She's a bad girl that acts like a yep, good girl. I love yep. that shit. But that was um, pretty so cool. she is no longer with us, and so um, that's that. Sarah's we're ba- dead. Sarah's dead. So it's kind of, I guess, night is falling. We're back at Casey's house, and he's playing with his toy trains. Andy. His model trains. He's all psyched up. He saw a cool train last night. And scared the hell out of Lily. <laughs> so yeah. So now. Casey He's playing with trains. And he's like making the choo-choo sound. And His mom, Agnes, comes in, whom we've met. She's the sassy older lady. Yeah, we got that, we got that sweet um, big ass. Casey says, uh, Mama. She tried to hurt him. Coach. coach. She's ho- he's holding a toy car. She gooped all over his car. You know, kind of ratting out Sarah for spraying the car with whipped cream. Yes. Um, trying to tell Agnes about vandalizing Coach's car. Agnes talks to Casey a little bit about uh, stealing equipment, the balls, the bats, bases. You know, um, there's more than one way to hurt people. And, yeah. You know, physically hurting people is one thing, but when you steal that stuff, you're also hurting them. And you shouldn't. Coach has said that he's missing some equipment. That's also hurting him. You shouldn't do that. And Casey pretty much is like, I love Coach. I love Coach. I don't want to hurt, hurt coach. girls. Yeah, I'll never hurt girls. I, she talks know. a little bit about boys and girls and how they get together, and and you shouldn't do that unless they want you to or something. You know, but kind of telling Casey like rape is wrong. I guess. I mean, I, I guess know. like, and, but he's um, like, I'll never hurt girls. I'll never hurt girls that but way. Sarah yeah. was just killed. Correct. So is Casey like lying to his mom? We'll never know. But no. um, but we do know it's night now. Yeah. And it's um. Kathy and Bob are, are right, uh, giving Lily a ride home, and they're pressuring her to go to the bonfire. Yeah, Kathy is getting dropped off, and you know, again, and they're like, "Hey, well, Kathy, it's Bob and I are going, and Coach is probably going to be there." Yeah, you should just show up alone, yeah. and that way, when he when he comes, um, you'll already be there. You know, uh, that'd be cool, right? I don't know. And, and Bob's like, Kathy or Lily, let your hair down. You gotta like get out and like do something because okay. again. You and I mentioned Lily's the good girl. Lily is the good girl. And Kathy and Bob are just trying to get her to loosen up a little bit. Yeah, so she she decides to come. She's like, okay, I'll go. Right. So Kathy runs off to her front door, and she's looking around. Is she being watched? It's kind of giving you that trope of, like, you is know. someone here? Yeah, so she's on her front porch. Her mom opens the door and goes, oh, I thought I heard something. And it was just a daughter. So. Yeah. Um, we're back to Lily and Grandma. Lily is now at her house, and she knows she's going out to meet the coach, so she wants to get ready. But she has a quick talk with Grandma. And Grandma doesn't like Coach Neal. 
She says that Coach Neal's mom was practically a whore. whore. Yep, that's her exact words. His mom was practically, practically a, whore. a whore. Lily confesses that she knows that her mom wasn't married either. And was, yeah, my mom wasn't an angel grandma. Yeah. And grandma's like, what? No, she was. We have pictures of her and your dad. And Lily's like, no, that's not my dad. Because, remember that vacation we took to Savannah, Georgia? Yep. I saw the same guy in the picture frame store. In the picture. So, really, they bought the picture frame <laughs> with the model uh, guy yeah, and and picture, that yeah. and said, that's your dad. And and Lily didn't piece it together. It says Getty Images right across the photo. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> but she's like, Grandma, shutterfly. I've known since. Yeah, Shutterfly. Yeah. What? I've known since I was eight. That's not my dad because I saw the same the same guy in the picture frame store. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, that's, that actually is quite funny. But, I mean, yeah. really what this scene is that Grandma confesses, professes her love to, you know, her granddaughter. Oh, I'm so sorry. I love you. Yeah. Lily, you know, says, Grandma, I love you too. So she walks off to go get ready, and Grandma walks off to take a shower where she disrobes, and this is where it starts getting a little weird. Seeing Grandma nude was... What? You did, did you watch it on Amazon? Yeah. Grandma gets nude, and they show the top of her boobs. I didn't see any of this. They start rolling down, and her boobs are right next to the belly button. I just saw. And again, a weird one to masturbate to. I got through it, but it was difficult. As Grandma walked out of frame, the camera hung on a butcher cleaver that was on the wall. To me, I was like, why did they do that? Because they never use the cleaver. The cleaver never comes into play to kill anybody. I thought Grandma was about to get axed. Me too, but it didn't happen. That that scene I talked about, the shower, didn't happen. Didn't I know. Okay. <laughs> so, but then, but then I, so when I watched it the second time, Andy, I'm like, are they trying to let, let us think that grandma's the killer? I thought that we were going to see somebody like outside the window yeah. or something because the camera held on the window with the cleaver, the meat cleaver hanging on the wall next to it. So yeah. I'm like, what is the point of this? Because I, 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 I it never pays off. It There's never pay. any follow-up to that. Lily in her room kind of getting undressed. I know. I thought we were, you know, like. Playing was, ominous music. Hey, again, I'm an I'm a 80s slasher fan, so I'm always thinking, are we going to see booby? I mean, I've seen boobs a million times, but every time I still get to see boobs, I get so excited. Yeah. Well, so, you um, and lots of other people. So, yeah, there's, so. there's no boob, nope. just bra. But then we cut to Coach's house, and Coach is getting ready for the night, too. He's showering. And let me tell you, this is a very yummy scene, we see some man butt. Man booty. Coach and getting in the shower. God, and, uh, he got a great butt. He's got a, he must do lunges. So we see. <laughs> well, we he's see, a baseball coach. Sure. He probably has the team do lunges and he does them alongside Let's him. just call him Thunder Thighs Neil. <laughs> Someone sneaks into Coach's house. Is There's the a team? shot of the doorknob opening. Uh, but it's not the killer. It's Ramona. She literally just walked into his home, breaking and entering. Essentially, yeah, yeah. Uh, and says, opens the shower and scares him. And she goes, Well, we can't say that you lack the equipment. That means he probably has a big penis, yeah, a big old wiener. And um, she starts <laughs> hitting on him hard, they kind of kiss, taking I mean, off his clothes, yeah, uh, taking off her clothes, yeah, and reveal a see through bra, totally. And totally. Neil picks her up and carries her over to the After shower, he kisses her a little bit, and yeah. he, she thinks, you know, that he starts going down, and so she's she like, thinks. As what did she say? Felicio, she's like, I knew this was going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he picks her up and throws her in the shower. That turns funny. on the water. Turns, yeah, turns on yeah. the water. She's Thank like, you. you bastard. And he's so, like, that's the first thing right you've said. Yes, because he, I think he's he a is bastard. a bastard. Yes. And, Interesting. Um, ooh. But her but her bra gets wet, and so you see more beauty. You do. And I know I, that's vital to the, to you in this. Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> very important. Well, I mean, he's like, I'm not looking. He, he looks at Ramona and says, look, dude, I'm not looking dry for off. a cheap. I'm, yeah, dry off. I'm not looking for a cheap thrill. Right. I had that with my mom. Boom. Boom. Foreshadowing. And so, so Ramona splits, and as she's splitting, she calls him an F and a Q. Uh, she does. and a queer. Like, I don't, like, it's just like. You don't like to say the word. Queer is fine, but she calls him a faggot. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, Yells I, it. Yeah. And uh, runs out of his house, but bumps into Sheriff Avery outside of his door on the way out. I don't know why Sheriff Avery's there, uh, but he's there at Neil's place. Are you trying to get laid, uh, Ramona? Oh, yeah. You having trouble getting laid tonight? And, and she, like, she's about, like, she's like, oh, yep. go tell your dead son. And he, like, raises his hand like he's a slapper. Don't mention my son. And so this is where we get a little backstory. I guess she, you know, he thinks that she was driving the car that killed her son. And she's like, it wasn't me. It was Casey that was driving Casey the car. Casey was driving. So Casey... Hmm. became slow because he was in a car accident involved the death of the sheriff's son. I pieced that together, And Ramona. Too. Yeah. And the sheriff says, you should have died four years ago. And she goes, you think this is living? Yes. So this happened Good line. four years ago. Yeah. So, um, again, uh, where is Casey now? Because she's he is not at home because Agnes, right. his mom, thinks she's in, he's in bed. Right here, he's Nick, missing. this scene right here where Agnes is looking for Casey, this is where I picked up watching in the car on the way over here today. Oh, cool. I didn't break any traffic laws, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it was literally stop and go traffic. Well, this is kind of where things are going. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, I mean, it really, the, the kills happen late, but... It starts to ramp up, though. Why is Casey missing? What's going on? Um, she calls Sheriff Avery, who is suddenly back at his office, and, yeah. and, she's, and he's like, look, I'll start this way. They never explain why the sheriff was at Neil's place to catch Sheriff coming out. Maybe he's just doing a foot patrol. Now he's back at his office. Back at his are office. they married, Agnes and the sheriff? No. Because he's calling her sweetheart. Well, honey, I mean, that's what they do in the be South. Okay. They did. I mean, okay. like Baltimore still they'll call you. But hun. he's really like, like I really got the impression watching. Like, are they married? And is Casey his son? No, his son died. Do we know that for sure? I mean, dude, I know, but I mean, he would. I think they would say, you know, they. I, I just, guess, I'm just gonna go on record. I had the slight impression that Sheriff Avery and Agnes are married, and Casey is their son. I will politely disagree. Okay. I just, um, it's not clear. Might, and maybe, that's the maybe, fault of the movie. Maybe he licked some <laughs> of that Agnes ass. You know, that's cool. <laughs> Sheriff Avery spread him. He did a little, <laughs> he did a little toss of the salad. Uh, so, but I again, am stooping to your level. This is what's happening. Sometimes it's just fun to have it fun is, on a podcast. It is that's really fun. fun. We talk I mean, about, seriously, talk about licking butts. Listeners. Dig and know yeah, what we're doing. It's not like we're making money on this thing. So yeah. <laughs> uh, we pay. We, we, we spend right. money to do so this. So the sheriff just says, hang tight. We'll try to find him. Keep looking. We'll try to find him. So That's we're back. We're, yeah. So we cut back to Coach's house. He's getting another fast forward scene. Yeah. Who's, yeah. Who's getting ready to leave. Um, he finally gets to his garage. Yeah. A soccer ball appears. So, you know, he's like. Comes flying at him from up above, like yeah, the loft so above his garage. I'm like, oh, is Casey returning the fucking sports equipment that he stole? Right. But here comes a, mach- a bloody machete. Someone's there with a machete. Coach dead. We the, assume Coach Neal is dead. Because they, the machete was already bloody, but it comes down. It swings and. So maybe it's and the coach swing. has a surprised look yep. and the scene cuts away. So we're like, oh uh, shit, is Coach Neil dead? So the maniac is, is on the loose this evening. So we're back at the river. Down with by our, the river with the popular kids, the music, the booze, and Andy, soon to be weed. Totally. Um, it's Ramona, Bob, Diddle, Sandy, Walker, and Sheila. Diddle is being the fucking worst comic relief uh, that is supposed to be in a movie, uh, which again, which isn't saying much, but he's just kind of walking. You know, again, you don't never see. Diddle in his true personality. 
Oh, he's just, yeah, he's always goofing like, around. He is hiding something internally that he needs to go seek therapy. He was diddled. Yes. I'm I, telling you, no, that's how he, he got the or name. he diddles himself a lot. Maybe both. I don't like to think about someone getting diddled, you know, by like Sheriff Avery. But if anyone did it, I love be thinking about, no, all right. So, <laughs> so yeah. um, Avery decides to pull up to the diner because right. he's looking for Ramona again. Or, or, or Yeah. I don't the know sheriff. why he's pulling up to the diner when he's looking for Casey, but it's just a worthless scene where. Maybe he thinks Ramona's a good lead to start with her. I don't know. Because Ramona knows where all the men in town are at any hey. given moment. <laughs> There you go. Even Casey. So, so Beulah, who's a no-name, uh, she's not even credited. She's working, and she's just not happy. She's like, Jackson's not here. I don't know where Ramona is. I'll have him call you. Now get the hell out of this now. Right. She's busy. So, um... Back of the bonfire. Back of the bonfire. No Walker. dialogue. I love this. Walker is hanging out with his girl Sheila, and Sandy approaches and kind of puts her armor on Walker too. They've kind of had this flirtation going on throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And Sheila is like, "Fucking get your hand off my Sheila, man, girl." Sheila, with no dialogue, grabs Sandy's hand and moves it off of her boyfriend's shoulder. Yeah. So you know, yeah. like, so of course Sandy gets up and Diddle's dancing by himself, like just. Doing like the 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 yeah. fucking like I, I, he just starts dancing a little with Sandy then yeah so she's like let's dance so I don't know if this is what teens in the eighties it's fucking yeah it was good and no then nonsense. Sheila turns and says like look what I got look what I got in his bag. A half ounce of weed bag of weed yeah half ounce I would say there's at least fourteen and uh, Ramona and Tony. No, what was his Tom. name? Tom. Ramona knows she needs to apologize to Tom. You know her. Uh, By 70- apologize, bang him. Yes, <laughs> she needs to bang her seventy-eight-year-old lover. <laughs> and seventy-eight-year-old lover. Yeah, it's like um, what was that show long ago with Hugh Hefner and the and his like three girlfriends? Oh, in the Bravo. Playboy, the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, it was. More- it's like that. Like Ramona is like one of the Playboy bunnies, yeah, and yeah. and Tom is. Hugh Hefner. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he's got a, I like his eyes odd. It's like seriously his, si- size medium. I like his eyes odd. Um, so uh, Diddle is wasted, and, you know, Aunt Sandy's like, let's go for a swim. He's like, I'm too wasted. Passed out. Yeah, and so uh, Avery, uh, back to Avery, he decides, like, he, he's knocking on Coach's door. The sheriff, know, yeah, he shows up at Neil's. Neil's house, and yeah. he's knocking. And, on the you know, windows. Window, you know, knocking on the windows. There's a light on, but fast no forward, Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. He does get to the garage. Right, he notices a light on in the garage. So he walks to the garage and notices blood on the windshield of yeah. the convertible. And, and then, then a body falls. A body falls from like the upper loft of the garage, uh, and the sheriff jumps back in surprise, and they cut away. Yeah, and I think this is kind of where the sheriff knows what's going on. Whose body is it? We don't know. I have no idea. They don't show the body. Mm-hmm. You just you know that it's a body. But it made more sense to me towards the end. So, so you think um, the sheriff is wise to what's happening? Yes. Good, because I'm going to ask you some questions Great, at the end it. of this movie. So uh, Sandy asks the others, you know, like... Back after, to the bonfire. Yeah, back to the bonfire. After, you know, because Diddle's all wasted. She's like, hey, let's go fucking swimming, dudes. And But everybody, you know, Sheila, the other four. Walker... You know, Tom and, and Ramona, they're all fucking getting high and making and out. snuggling and making out. Yeah, Sandy's Sandy isn't having fun. She's like, well, you guys are having fun. I'm not. I'm going to go swimming by myself. I'm going to go take off right. my clothes by myself. Yeah. And it's, yeah, so. She goes for a skinny dip. Yep. Full <laughs> nudity, Nick. Pubes. Full nudity. But in one scene, she, you do see her underwear. Right, but she. But um, they, she is nude. You she strips down, uh, wades into the water, starts swimming, and she's swimming, um, floating on her back. And that's what I mean by full nudity. You see bubes and um, vagina. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> to, to borrow your words, yeah, floating yeah. on her back through the water, and she floats right up 
uh, against the bodies of Angie and Ted. As you recall, students of Slash U, we might have mentioned it, the director has pointed out that Angie and Ted are floating in the river a couple of times earlier in the movie. Uh, he hasn't done it for like a solid 20 minutes, so you might have forgotten. But Angie and Ted, and she screams. Uh, Sandy is like, holy shit, you know, and runs out of the water uh, only to get... Killed. A machete comes swooping in and cuts her in the throat, and she and yeah. grabs her throat with blood squirting out. That is my dick kill shot wow. of the week. Dick kill, dick kill. Dick kill. shot of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the dick week. Shot. Kill of the week. <laughs> dick shot. Kill yeah, I know. Week. We don't have one of those for no, me, I, but uh, I, I, no, I, I, it's perfect. What Sandy's dead. I, we did not tell this one. Some some episodes we don't tell each other our dick kill shot. I not know. on purpose. We just forget. Yeah. I I would have I would have guessed another one. Oh, well, I'm sort of picking it on the fly here. Uh, <laughs> so she is now floating She's down floating the river. So now instead floating. of a twosome, <laughs> three, Ted has a threesome. Yeah, Ted, Angie, Angie, and, and Sandy. Sandy. So, and Sandy is buck naked floating in the water. The river. So, you think uh, they're implants? Is that why she's... <laughs> those are implants. Those are 80s. They didn't have implants in the Yeah, but that's why years. she's floating, you know. The silicone floats. <laughs> Does it? I'm making a dumb joke. Uh, I don't so think. Stupid. I think she has. I think she has um, what we say in the organic beauties. Oh, homegrown. Or they're organic. They're artis- organic. They're artisanal organic beauties. Hey, listen, if they exist, they're real. Is what Jimmy yeah. Kimmel said yeah. long ago. So, um, um, so back at the bonfire, Diddle, who is now awake, is start looking worried. for. Yeah. yeah. So Bob wants to help. Ramona doesn't want. She wants to kind of make out and get hot. He's like, "Damn it, let me go look for." Uh, Sandy, so Diddle, Bob, uh, Diddle, Tom, and Walker uh, uh, try to go look for Sandy, but you know she 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 is floating in the river, dead yeah. with Agnes, uh, Angie, <laughs> Angie and, Ted. and Ted. So the search party runs into Kathy and Bob, Bob, and hot and as fuck Lily. Lily. I wrote she's looking fine, F I N E all caps. Yeah, Lily has cleaned up and looks great. To do you all remember the men. that movie from? Do you remember that scene from Greece when like they're like you know, her name is Sandy and they're like Sandy, let's do a makeover so she has to look like kind of like mm. she has to smoke and sure. wear leather pants, which is still kind of lame that, you know. But anyway, it's like Lily is now wearing a, uh, a tube top or like uh, I don't know what you call tank it. top, Cro- tank with, top, yeah, or you know, purple. there's no shoulder right. and 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 it's cold, I guess, because nipping pubes, out your pubes are definitely you can. Yeah, and she's, she's nipping out ball. like uh, living out like Rachel on Friends back yeah. in the nineties. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because uh, Diddle T- Titanic would have uh, Diddle does the old uh, on those damn things. Three Stooges thing. He's yeah. like everybody. Is, everyone's like, holy like, shit, Lily! Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, just uh, like every nineties movie where the girl just needs to take off her horn glasses, glasses yeah. and, and let take, down her hair, let down her hair, and she looks amazing. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> she wears clothes that have paint on them. What? She's so, so hot. But they, you know, so because Lily is there with them, as you, you remember, because she's hoping that the coach will show up. Correct. So they all head back to the fire to join uh, Sheila. And yeah, the hell with Sandy. Yeah, we no, don't need to look for her. Well, because she I, probably just went home. Walked home. And uh, because she was mad that we're all getting high and making out, right. touching boobs, right? And she wasn't having any fun, and she's not going to give diddle any diddling, so uh, <laughs> she went home. So is Coach coming? And again, at this scene, like you know, that's what Lily is wondering. But at yeah. like, no one can believe it's Lily. Like everyone's still staring at her chest. Yeah, and even Tom was or uh, Walker was like, 
I can give you a ride home. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, fucking. He <laughs> looks at Walker and goes, like, can, you stare, can long you stare long enough? Like, I just can't believe it's her. I can't believe it's the same girl. So they decide to say, hey, you know what? Fuck this bonfire. Let's go to the cemetery to tell stories. And Lily's like, well, I don't know. I'm going to go home. Coach didn't show up. Yeah. And they're like, listen, we'll leave a note right here next to the campfire. Yeah, it seems legit. That'll yeah. work. Yeah. And so when he comes, like, oh, <laughs> like, if I didn't see anyone around the fire, I guess I would walk up and maybe call around. You, you know, the note would say, hey. Yeah. We're at the cemetery. Went to cemetery. So she's like, okay, I'll go. And I love Andy how in these movies, people that are wasted, like, you know, like, like a fucking um, diddle is now like, hey, I'm back. Like, well, he slept a little bit, you know, he passed out for five minutes. We used to call that uh, puke and rally. Back well, when I, mean, I was a rally. kid, I guess yeah, you if you puke, you rallied. Hey, yeah, you're good know, to go. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so Diddle he, passed out. He, he now he's good. Like 18, 19. Yeah, right. I could dig that. Your liver was a little more resilient back yeah. then. Uh, old, old Diddle. So they, <laughs> they had, go to. They all pile in the pickup truck, which is yeah, head to the cemetery, which is weirdly located in the middle of a fucking forest. I mean, it, yeah, they park and like walk in, and this is another like a forest. Skip ahead ten yeah, seconds. Oh, yeah. Skip, oh. skip, 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 skip. Here we are. Yeah, and Diddle plays a part of some. Diddle's like, this is a great spot. Like it's a fucking cemetery. Yeah, and he's like he's trying to act like a voodoo spiritual god or something. So he's like, repeat after me, dumma 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 dumma. And so no, no, he says, um, oh shit, he says, repeat after me, Oa, Tanas, I am, Tana, Siam, and they start saying it faster. Oa, Tanas, I am. Oa, an ass I am. Yeah, they say it faster and faster until they're saying they realize they're saying, oh what an ass I am. Oa, tenass I am. This is why. Oa, tenass I am. Always choose you to to be. You know, I discovered it in the car on the way over here because I was quote unquote watching it my second time. That is rad. But anyway, the Lily is the first one nominated to tell the the story. It's the worst ghost story. I can tell the story really quickly. Sure. There's a girl. So this is her holding the candle. There's this girl and it's. A dark stormy night, and she hears some noises, but she knows she's got a big German Shepherd dog taking care of her. So it's gonna sleep under the bed to protect her. Mm-hmm. She goes to sleep. She still hears the sounds. It's completely dark. So she reaches under the bed, and her, her hand is licked. And so she is knows that the dog is there protecting her. But she can't. She keeps hearing this sound of liquid <laughs> drip, 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 like on some kind of material. So and, she and while Lily's telling the story, there's POV. Of somebody. Oh yes, good call. Walking around the cemetery. So, again, always love the POV. Yeah. Great slap. I mean, it's 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 just a great yeah. trope for any with Lily's story continuing. With Lily's, yeah. yeah, and so she finally gets up because you know she knows like you know I got the big dog to protect me. So she gets up to go to the bathroom where she hears a dripping sound, and it's her dog's blood. Uh, it's killed. Throat the, slits. The, the the hanging in the bathroom. And written on the mirror in blood is maniacs lick hands too. Yeah. So the maniac oh. licked her hand. Killed her dog. And killed her fuck. You know fucking how much I hate that. Uh, that's why I brought it up. Uh, so, yeah. But it is a the good The maniac idea. was laying under her bed, licking her hand every yeah. time she reached down. That's weird. And and Lily, of course, boo! Scares everybody. Uh, and then I a mean, storm cuts loose. Suddenly. Just a huge, like, as fast as that train came up earlier yeah. in the movie. Boom! It's like raining. No rumbling thunder. Say, hey, I think I hear a storm coming, guys. Nope. It's the God, I'm from North Carolina. God flipped always- a switch, and the rain started coming down. <laughs> the angels are having a spitting contest. <laughs> Um, so it suddenly rains. I think it's all the fans crying over this great movie. (laughs) (sighs) Hey, guys, let's run to that old condemned house that's conveniently located in the cemetery. Right. 
Cool. So they all run there. Abandoned house. To, yeah, it's an abandoned house. Um, this will work a out fire. well. Yeah, this will work out well. Yeah, and so they they start a fire, and, and it's uh, romantic. And Lily, you know, who's like like I, I, I wish if Neil I was, was here. Sheila, and I was young, I'd be like Sheila. Sheila? No, I'd be like later. I'm definitely trying to. You like Sheila? No, I like Lily. Oh, Lily. Okay, yeah. She's kind of like, I wish Neil was here. It's yeah, because this is so romantic. A fire of the rain. Has to go make, has to go make poop. Diddle's got to go poopies, uh, but there's no plumbing <laughs> in the house. There is an outhouse that the cemetery workers use. So they give him a candle, which he holds under his hat as he goes out to the outhouse. Uh, and Tom, is it Tom yep. says this? Could have been Walker. I don't fucking know. They look, Tom. They look very similar. Uh, and Tom's just like, let's give Diddle a few minutes, and then we'll go out there and scare the hell out of him. Yep. Yeah, great. So Diddle is uh, sitting on the uh, wooden commode in this outhouse and gets scared uh, right away because there's a possum under his hat. He sets his hat down yeah. and starts to poop. And yeah, like, <laughs> is it a possum? I thought it was a rat. Uh, it's a gross hairy rodent. comes yeah. crawling up from underneath. Um, he starts to whistle uh, singing in the rain. <laughs> it yeah. scares him. The group leaves the house to go prank him, and now it suddenly stops raining because they're walking up to the outhouse. Yep. And oh, a quick thunderstorm. I can dig yeah, it. Yeah, they are like, what should we do? You know, how should Let's we do this? Let's tip it over. Let's tip it over. No, that's really harsh. What if we just whip open the door and all us girls laugh and point? Yeah. And like, all right, yeah, let's do that. And they whip open the door and Diddle's hanging upside down, dead. Blo- upside blood. down bloody. Did you think that would be my dick shot kill? No. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. So let's get him inside. It's like, what? So they really try to get him down. Obviously, they this know this is a killer. turning point. They yeah. know that something's up. They know somebody is. The first out. body discovery. So here comes this music again, Andy. It sounds like a chase scene in a cop show, like, beep, 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 beep. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. So everyone's kind of running him up. Walker decides, I'm going to go get my truck. I'm going to go save the gang. So yeah. he runs out to his truck, and here comes a machete. Just out of the air. So we, we kind of assume that uh, Walker's going to get it. Sheila is running after him. Runs after him, And yeah. she finally gets to a trunk, and she jumps in with him. He goes, oh, I thought you were okay. I thought she, you were going to leave without me. Yeah, and she puts his her, his head on her shoulder, and his head falls off. The most fake, I mean, again, I know it's 82. Yep, yep. But come on, that head was as skinny as a fucking pencil eraser. Like, yep. Like, the, the boo, boo, jeers to the special effects. Group. Yeah, Walker's decapitated. Tom, at the back of the house, grabs a baseball bat and says, fuck. It, I'm going out. Yep. Uh, with the bat and goes running after them both, after Sheila and Walker. And then there's like a um there's like a weird montage here of Tom essentially running through the woods with a bat, like different angles well, and he, shots. He gets to the truck first. Yeah, he gets there and they're decapitated. Sheila is also there decapitated. Yeah. So now Walker Walker and Sheila are both dead. And yeah. Tom's like, oh my God. And uh Tom sees the maniac, I guess, or the person with the machete and runs. I guess uh, he runs because he's trying to get get back to the house. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of like takes a swack at I would think that the maniac. And yeah. He keeps running, but he falls into an empty grave. An open grave. An open grave. Thank you. Yeah, and he tries to climb out, and the maniac cuts his hands off at the wrists, and he falls backwards into the open grave and dies with his hands cut That's off. That's what I wrote too. <laughs> dies? Question mark. Yeah, because if my hands are cut off, I. Okay, granted. I don't think I die right away. But. I still think, yeah, I think I know my instincts. Are, yeah. I would act dead and yeah. maybe the, the killer, but then I would try to. I, I, his just, hands are moving. Yeah, uh, I got that. Detached from his body. And that was like, ooh. Tom's dead. There's a weird moaning, too. There's like, oh. Daddy. Yeah. It's Victor Crowley. <laughs> yeah, daddy. Daddy. Go back a few weeks. So. Um, the killer, um, uh, after Tom. Uh, 84-year-old Tom is dead. <laughs> the killer has now made it to the house. It's just Ramona, 
Lily, Kathy, and Bob. Yeah. And he's banging on the door, and, and then it stops. They go, oh, he's gone. Yeah, sure, he's gone. He busts his way through the window. And so yeah. everyone tries to run upstairs in this house, and Ramona's trying to get upstairs, but she falls through the stairs, Andy, yeah. and I know exactly what's going to happen. She falls through the stairs, and she starts getting pulled uh, from underneath the stairs, and they the, the other three start pulling her back up, and... Um, they pull her up, but her legs are missing from like the hips now, waist down. She's is she so, torn in half, or did he cut her in half? Did the killer go? Uh, how did the killer get under the stairs? I think under the stairs, maybe is outside or no. something. No. I don't know. So I, I love you. I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The killer. <laughs> that's one of the questions. I don't know. I, I know. We're right. We the killer is like, under the stairs, and he somehow cuts Ramona in half. Yeah, I guess. Because obviously, pulling her. Bob would, would not be. He's yeah. not strong enough. This he is would one of those rip her in half. Slash busters. We it's, talk about like I don't think you could. We've rip. seen this before with yes. uh, the Death Theater movie, whatever well, the fuck movie that was, where yes, she got ripped. But in we half. also saw Victor Crowley. Victor Crowley yeah. is an enormous big man. Oh, I believe that a killer like Victor Crowley yes. could single-handedly rip someone in half. I completely buy that. Victor Crowley was a ghost. He was a curse. He could do that. This is her friends pulling her arms up and the killer pulling her legs down. Yeah, we did see that I don't in the think blood that theater. Would, but yeah, I don't think that would rip her in half. Something. But uh, I agree. So somehow we He we probably machete cut, chopped her in half. Somehow he gets out there. But Ramona's uh, dead. Ramona's dead. They are now uh, upstairs. Did you think that was going to be my dick? No. Nope. <laughs> They are now upstairs, and they try to barricade themselves in the room. It's Bob, Lily, yeah. and Kathy. Yeah. Um, as Bob is trying to barricade the room, I guess a knife or machete comes through the door, slightly stabbing our boy Bob. Yeah, it hits him like in the leg or something. And he's so, not dead. He's just injured. So, yeah, yeah, he's not dead. But finally, the killer reveals himself. Busts in the room, and it's Coach Neal? It's Coach Neal? What? Wearing a really killer leather onesie? Yeah. And he starts yelling and looking, and he's like, Lily? Lily, what are you You're doing You're just here? like all the rest. You're on my whore, because we have a flashback, flashback to Neil's mom, who is sitting, like I guess, in a brothel, wearing, you know, bubes. Taking money from a gentleman. Yeah, and probably walking him upstairs to a room where she will either perform fellatio or, you know, or Yeah, or, or maybe sexual. just listen to his problems. Yes, which, you yeah. know, <laughs> so. I, I would do too. <laughs> but um, Bob, as or Bob, Coach Neil, as a child, what witnessed all this. Yes. So he's alluded to it a little earlier Is in the he movie. Is he a Formula One race car outfit? I'm it sorry. looks a little bit like a jumpsuit of some sort. A You're leather, right. like like the gimp. Like a gimp without the mask. And he. this is a quick flashback, but you... It's enough to get the sense that Bob grew up with a mom who was a sex worker. Yes, and he was around to watch. And it. he was around to watch. So it. he doesn't like doesn't uh, promiscuity. Like, Permit, but uh, promiscuity. Pr promiscuous people. Sure. Especially probably women. So probably. Uh, he tries to run, lunge at Lily, and uh, she slices him with a, a piece of broken glass. Yeah, right in the neck. Yeah, and so he kind of falls back and he gets up to attack again. Lily does a quick juke. Heisman. Quick juke move. And, uh, Sheriff he, Avery's outside yelling, he, who's up there? Yeah, he, and so eight, uh, Coach Neal falls out the window. Kind yeah, of like this is dramatic. He falls the window to the ground. And Avery made it. You know why Avery's there? Because he knows that it was Casey that that body fell. It was Casey's body back in the fell. garage. That was Casey's body. All right, let's tackle that at the end. Okay. Let's finish it up. This is the end of the movie. So this is what I thought would be your dick shot kill. Oh, when when the coach jumps off and and, and lands and Avery, <laughs> he lands in like some kind of weird shed or something, and the sheriff opens the door to the shed and he's kind of there, and the sheriff shoots him. <laughs> It blows up his head with a like, terrible special effect. No, like it, it looks bad. Like, yeah, I'm 
having a bullet from a small gun like a small caliber explode your head, head like blows a fucking up. grenade sheriff shoots him literally five times yeah. blam 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 that's what I thought blam. would be a dick shot kill oh and then we cut there's ambulances and cop cars on the scene Lily just goes why and the sheriff's like I don't know let's get you home uh, get you home? Shouldn't she probably go at least get medical care, or counseling, get back something? to the sheriff station for a, a statement? They yeah. cut to Angie, Ted, and Sandy's bodies. <laughs> Want to remind you guys, those three are dead. They're in the river. Uh, we just want to remind you that they died and they're in the river. We cut to them floating. Uh, uh, Sandy, fully nude, yeah. uh, breasts galore, floating face up. And roll credits. Roll credits. Across those three. So if you're a young teenage boy that's like, oh my God, you're seeing this in the 80s, like maybe in a movie theater, and you're yeah. like, I don't want to leave during the credits because yeah. you want to stare at boobs. Because you didn't have the internet. You didn't, you maybe you couldn't Jeez. get, like. Right, so, um, okay, so when Let's Coach go. Neil was getting ready to leave. Yes. And there was, the soccer ball came flying from up. Yeah. In the loft. Casey. And he went up there. It was Casey with the machete? No, he went up there with the machete. Oh, he, Coach went up there with yeah, a machete. Yeah, so when you saw the machete come up with blood on it, he was killing Casey. Oh, and then later when Avery, Sheriff Avery was there, and he found blood on the windshield. He knows that And coach, a body came falling down, and that was just, Casey's body. Yes, and so he's like, Coach is up to something. Because that was my question, was like, where the fuck did, who the fuck was in Coach's garage swinging a machete, and where did Casey end up? Casey but is dead, Casey's They twisted body, it. Yeah. They, they twisted it on us. And when, when the body fell, Avery, Sheriff Avery was like, holy shit, Casey's dead. Coach Coach's house. It's yep. got to be Coach Small Town, North Carolina. Early. I'm going 80s. out. I'm going out to the woods where the or the cemetery where those kids are having their party. Before we take our quick break, Andy, on a scale of two Merkin brownies to seven Merkin brownies, oh, what would man. you give this? Probably a two and a half. Two and a half Merkin. I brownies? didn't like this very much. I liked. I'll give it a three and a half Merkin brownies. You know, we're gonna take these a are short... brownies that were uh, bu- uh, pubic wigs. By the got way. it. Okay, Merkin brownies. We'll take a short break. We don't have a commercial, though. I mean, I'll play something. but uh, yeah. And then but we'll come back. Should, sorry, real quick to interrupt. Yeah. This is where we should also, if someone gives us provos, yeah. this is where we should play. And then we'll talk about our next we, movie. If we play it in the beginning, they'll just listen to that, and then they'll cut off. Everyone loves commercials. They just listen to them. No, I'm talking it. about if we play someone's promo, let, let's oh. make them wait. Oh, oh, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Hey, kids. I'm Jax, host of the podcast, Here for the Booze. Grab a drink and join me in discussing themes in movies, movie recommendations with mild spoilers, movie trivia, decorating my creepy corner, my horror vinyl collection, and horror documentaries. Be sure to check me out on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, and Instagram. I'll be sure to give you the lowdown of all your favorite horror and maybe something new for you to enjoy. Come find me. Okay. So Merkin Brownies, not too high on your list. Dollar ninety nine at the cafeteria, the slash you cafeteria. Come get Merkin Brownies. <laughs> Merkin and Brownies. I pay my taxes popsicles. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Snacks to get you through your study hall. Here on the <laughs> slash you campus. Do we have so, a kill count? Uh yeah. All right. <laughs> kill count. Kill count. Did you play this during your kill kill notes too? No, that's Oh this. okay, yeah, all right. I this so. is kill count. Thank you. Yeah. This will have that funky. Let me see your boobies. So, Nick, I don't know if you remember this, but Angie and Ted got killed. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to make you choke on your beer. Angie and Ted got killed at the beginning of the movie, yeah. and they were floating down the river. Yeah. Um, <laughs> students, you might have remembered. We were reminded a few times, so that's two. Then uh, Sarah, 
uh, your Dick Shot Kill of the Week. Sarah was, uh, you know, pissed that the coach, you know, snubbed her. She was and a Pat Benatar. She fucking, took. She was a she was a warrior until she took an arrow Neil. to the knee. I mean, an arrow to her shoulder, uh, and then and a, um, a suffocation. Yeah, and then I had Coach Neil. We all led to believe it was Coach Neil, but it was actually Casey, the slow guy, who got killed above the Coach Neil's garage. Yep. Uh, Angie, Ted, Sarah, Casey, then Sandy, the tall blonde. That was my dick shot kill. She went skinny dipping and ended up floating alongside Angie and Ted in the river. Then uh, our Robin Williams impersonator impersonator, Diddle, was killed uh, in the outhouse, followed by Walker. Uh, when he ran to his truck, he was killed. And Sheila followed him. Yep. They both got decapitated. And then Tom... I forgot how Tom was killed. I already his hands don't were care. Cut off. Oh yeah, his hands got cut off. Uh, <laughs> then Ramona was ripped in half, cut in half. I think Tom would have lived too. Yeah, but he's like, I can't masturbate. I, there's no reason to live anymore. I can't grab my Walker or my, yeah. my butterscotch because I'm 84 years old. My Werther's original. Yeah. And then Ramona was torn in half. So one, two, three. Oh. Oh, and then the killer, Neil. Coach Neal. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's not bad. We've Over had half of those kills worse. come in the last ten minutes. Completely agree, fans. You, so. fans, students, whoever you are, you can fast forward to the last twenty minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, so. if you're a fan of the, if you're a fan of the genre. You gotta watch, watch it. it. You gotta watch. You gotta watch it. Next week, oh, uh, yeah. Slash U is coming back with a killer lesson plan. Uh, we're going to 1984, Andy. Uh, one hour, 36 minutes. We're watching. They're playing with fire. Seems like a fun one. Uh, a little bit of true crime at the same time as, uh, as Slasher. So there's a couple descriptions of this on IMDb. I'm going to read the fun one. The one that's more fun. During the opening sequences, a college student is seduced by his college professor. After that, it's disclosed that her husband has concocted a devilish scheme to steal millions from an inheritance fund. However, all of that is cast aside for the goings-on of a masked lunatic who's slaughtering the cast Jason-style. Woo, woo, woo! I like it. 1984, one hour, 36 minutes. They're playing with fire. I, Andy, I just love doing this uh, Give it so a search. Uh, it's on uh, Plex TV or Amazon. Um, those of you who are horror fans probably be able to get a hold of it no Andrew matter what. Andrew Prine is in this movie, if most of you might remember him. Uh, Ricky Schroeder's best friend from Silver Spoons. Oh, cool. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we ran a little long, as we always do. We try yeah, to keep it about an hour and a half. As we always do. An hour and a half, we're trying. We're doing all right. We're doing all right. So join us next week with their Playing With Fire. Find us on Instagram, slash you, underscore podcast. Find us on the World Wide Web at uh, slashupodcast.com. And now find us on OnlyFans at slashupodcast, all one word. Uh, nice. Content will be uh, uploaded very soon. Oh, cool. And then um, thanks to zapsplat.com for the sound effects. I don't know, Nick. We all good? Yeah. I really am going to make a brownie merkin, and I'm going to try to put it on our social media. All right. We'll do that. Until next time, everybody. Class dismissed. (laughs) Goodbye. Later. Later.